motherfucker, oh motherfucker, what the fuck, motherfucker, motherfucker. Why do we have any daddy fuckers? Oh, daddy fucker, you dirty daddy fucker. <laughs> hey everybody, it's me, your boy, your boy. Your boy, Stu McAllister with me. These are the dogs. I got both dogs right here. I got wean dog under a blanket. I got Sadie dog right next to her, not under a blanket. She hates it. Don't know why. Wean dog loves it. Don't know why. Well, there you go, everybody. Ah, cats are somewhere, wherever. No one cares about the cats. No one cares about Cow or Larry. Fuck them. It is uh, Monday, November 22nd, 2021. Hopefully your day was good. Was your day good? Was your weekend good? Hopefully it was. Mine was uh, Mine was busy. Talked about shit on the Patreon. Talked about some weird shit on the Patreon yesterday, everybody. Weird, weird shit. <laughs> but we got through it. We're getting through it. Uh, I am the uh, worst gambler of all time. <laughs> Did not do so hot this week, everybody. Fuck. It's all right. We'll bounce back. We'll bounce back, baby. It's all great, but baby. If you're new to the podcast, uh, I am uh, Stu McAllister. I'm a guy. I used to tell jokes on stage. I uh, used to do social work. Uh, now I got a weird job driving Dippin' Dots ice cream across the great state of Michigan. And uh, you're caught up. Pretty much I bitch up front, and then I talk about uh, news stories of the day. You're caught up. That's it. Am I uh, recreating the wheel over here with this podcast? Fuck no. Why would you recreate the greatest thing of all time? The wheel? What's better than the wheel? Sliced bread? Mm, sliced bread never got me to gigs. Although one time, uh, the wheel got me to the a place in Iowa that apparently is saying they created sliced bread. <laughs> How weird is that? Their claim to fame was some shithole town. I got a flat tire in, and uh, they told I, they told me to this town, and that was their claim to fame. They were fucking. Uh, they built some sort of contraption that sliced bread. God, what the hell was the name of that town in Missouri? Shithole, Missouri? Fucktown, Missouri? Get the hell out of here, Missouri? <laughs> Something. It doesn't matter. Who cares? No one cares. No one cares about sliced bread. Fuck it. Uh, let's see. What uh, I want to bitch about jerseys. Uh, I've been selling jerseys on Macari. I get uh, the sports jerseys. And uh, it's been fun for me. I've been I've been finding them, and then I'm, I resell them. I flip them. I'm flipping them like homes, everybody. Pretty soon, I'm gonna have my own television show, Jersey Flip. <laughs> and uh, am I making a lot of money from it? No, I'm having fun doing it though. I actually traded a jersey with uh, with a guy this weekend. He had something I wanted. I had something he wanted. I was like, you want to trade? He's like, fuck yeah. 
And so I sent him uh, I sent him my jersey. I got his jersey today. He should get his uh, tomorrow, he said, by according to the tracking thing that he got. So there you go. All fun. The thing I'm not having fun with are motherfuckers trying to lowball me on these jerseys. I go, I've said this before on the podcast. I go and I check and I look at other jerseys that are like uh, the same team, the same player, uh, the same size. I'll compare quality of the jersey. I'll compare prices. And there we fucking go. So I know my price is cheaper or very comparable to others. And motherfuckers always want a bitch. I had a guy this morning, like, I had to go to work at 5 in the morning. This guy's messaging me at, like, 4.30 in the morning. Now, I don't know where the hell he was. If he's also on the uh, East Coast time and it's 4.30. Or he's fucking West Coast and it's 1.30. I have no fucking clue. It's too goddamn early to be messaging about goddamn fucking jerseys. But he's asking me, he's like, how soon can you mail out this jersey? I'm like, dude, it's fucking 4.30 in the morning. I got to work. I'm going to work. I'm like, I, today, maybe today, depending upon things, definitely tomorrow. So then this motherfucker lowballs me. The, the jersey's 20 bucks, which is cheap. He asks if I'll take 15. Uh, 25% off right off the bat, you motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you. I had another guy on a jersey. He gave me a reasonable offer. I counter-offered, and he took it. And I said, hey, man, thanks. Thanks for not being a dick, because that's how it should be, everybody. Because on Macari, you can you can offer people a price. If you don't want to pay whatever it is they're offering, you can offer them, a, this is what I'd like to pay you. Will you accept it? Like you're at a flea market or a garage sale. He didn't fucking try to lowball me, though. And I counter-offered. And, and he took it. And that's how it should be. Don't fucking lowball. If the guy offers a counter-offer, just fucking take it. He saved some money. I made some money. We're all fucking happy. I got a lot of guys bitching about shipping and handling, too. Fuck you, assholes. I don't control what Macari sets. I don't control... What the post office does. Ugh. Ugh. I just, I'm just looking to sell jerseys. Have some fun. You want a jersey? Buy it. If the jersey's too much for you? Then don't fucking buy it. It's not food. I'm not selling baby food that you need for your baby. I'm not selling medication that you need to stay fucking alive. This is a jersey. That you don't fucking necessarily need. Would you like it? Sure. Do you need it? No. Eat my balls. Oh my god, the shipping's so high. Then don't fucking buy it, asshole. Go find it somewhere else. I don't own the only jersey. <laughs> fucking, fucking dick sucker. So, uh, I was at work. I had, I had to go up to the UP today, the Upper Peninsula. And long-time listeners will know that I fucking hate the UP. It is just wilderness and pedophiles and not much else there. I hate it. And this time of year, it's shit. 
because it's just cold and windy and snowy and it's awful. And there's only one way to get over the good old Mackinac Bridge. I hate it. It's this bridge is like five miles long suspension bridge. It's up wicked high. Wicked fucking high, don't you know? And I always feel like one good gust of wind's gonna send me flying over. I hate it. I hates it. But it's the only way to get across. And so I get across and I'm going to my stops. And um it's November 22nd, and I know there's a lot of places that get snow. There's snow that's happened here in Grand Rapids, but none of it has stuck to the ground. Like it, it, it's there for a hot minute, and then like an hour later, it's gone. I get up there to these fucking podunk towns. Rexton, I think, is one of the names. And then all, a lot of these towns have very just fucking names, like Native American names for the town. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know how to fucking say that name. Don't, don't make me say it. I struggle with English. Don't, don't, I, str I struggle with e e uh, egregious. <laughs> e egregious. <laughs> I struggle with that. Don't make me say this Native American word. I can't, I'm not gonna. But there was, I'm up there and there's a, there's a guy, he's using a snowblower already. And you know why he was using a snowblower already? Because he fucking had to. The snow like a motherfucker. There were inches of snow on the ground. I'm driving through this shit. I took the two dogs with me because I knew it would be a long ass day. It was like a 12 hour day. The, the boss doesn't give a shit if I take the dogs with me a long ass day. So I'm good. It's good. It's good. It's good. But it's weird because it really isn't dipping dot season. I'll be the first one to tell you that. People do eat ice cream in the winter. I've had conversations with people about it. It's like you don't stop drinking hot coffee in the summer. People still eat ice cream in the winter. People love ice cream. It's a delicious treat. And we've had some flavors come back that we haven't had in a while due to production issues. Fucking... Uh, 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 what, what, not what, not shipment line, production line, fucking, uh, everybody not being able to get what they want, sucks, sucks, but we got them in now, so I was like, hey, we got these flavors, do you want them, and most of the places said, yeah, fuck, give them to us, right, why not, why not have all seven of the flavors that you got, fuck yeah. Ugh, but it's just, you know, coming back off the bridge, go doing shit, just makes for a long day. But we got through it. Me and the dogs, we did it. We got through it. We didn't sell a ton of product. I don't have to go back up there for another month. It's going to be long. I got to start looking again, everybody. I don't want to look, but I got to start looking. Things are going to fucking not be what I want them to be. Got to start looking. And it sucks. It sucks. You know what else sucks? I, I was reading this book this week, and I'm almost done with it. I talked about it a little on the on the Patreon last night, but I'm almost done with this book. It's a John Grisham book. I picked it up at a Goodwill store. I dig John Grisham, right? He's not writing the next great American novel, but it's some good pap, right? You guys know what I'm talking about. The client, the 
Pelican Brief, shit like that, The Firm. Yeah, they all made those into movies. So I, I picked up this book. It's about Christmas. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I like Christmas. I didn't know John Grisham wrote a book about Christmas. I'll read this fucking book. And so uh, I'm reading it. And I'm like, ah, this, this sounds kind of familiar for some reason. And it's because this book, Skipping Christmas, was was the basis for the movie Christmas with the Cranks. Because the, the main characters in this book are named Cranks. The last name is Crank. Luther Crank. He used some really weird names in this book. Luther Crank. Get out of here. But uh, you've never met anyone named Crank. I've never met anybody named Crank, but clearly you know the name Crank, Christmas with the Cranks. And so I Googled it, and sure as fuck, it's the same. I never saw that movie, because it looked atrocious. And I'll say it out loud again for those in the back of the room. Uh, Dan Aykroyd is in it, and Dan Aykroyd sucks. You cannot name a movie that he starred in that you went and saw because of Dan Aykroyd, right? You can't. Blues Brothers, John Belushi, right? Not Dan Aykroyd. Um, Ghostbusters. Bill Murray. Not fucking Dan Aykroyd. So, uh, I'm almost done with it. I got like about 20 pages left. It sucks. The book sucks. It's only like 165 pages. That's the only reason I'm, I'm finishing it. Otherwise, I'd put it down and fuck that book forever. But I had asked Matt, Matt Harper if he had uh, done Christmas with the Cranks because they, they they're very theme-oriented in December for Christmas stuff. And I asked him if they'd done that movie, and they hadn't. And I was telling them that it was based off this book, and I said, the book sucks. And I said, but I'm going to finish reading it. And he's like, oh, man. He's like, I'm not much of a reader, but I wouldn't continue to read something that I didn't like. And I'm like, you know what, Matt? Normally, I would agree with you on that. But for whatever reason, I it's almost like a, a spite thing or something. I don't know. I'm like, I got to finish this fuck. So I'm gonna, when I'm done podcasting, I'm going to fucking finish it finisher and then we'll be done with it so ah uh, anything else i need to talk about i talked about a lot of shit on the patreon patreon subscribers a decision has been made and uh, we'll get you your stuff <laughs> i uh, i'm talking i'm talking with my uh my merch people about stuff so uh we're going to Product because of uh, production problems, uh, I won't be able to get it to people till like after Christmas though. So uh, consider it like a late Christmas gift. And for those who give a fuck, those who are interested, those who love it, and maybe even those who hate it, uh, if you hate it, you probably aren't even listening to this podcast. Then my Christmas cards will start coming out this week. So if you would like a Christmas card. It's a postcard. It's a weird postcard. I might say naughty words in it, just so you know. Uh, get at me your address, and I will mail you uh, a Christmas postcard. How about that? How about that?
You think I have your address? I don't have your fucking address. Stu, you've mailed me a Christmas card for the last eight years. Yeah, probably. You're, you're, I'm not going to deny that that's the case. I will tell you, I don't have your fucking address. <laughs> I don't write it down anywhere. I don't keep it. It's not in a, uh, a notebook. It's not on my computer. It's not on my phone. I don't have it. Because people move. And, I, and also, I don't give a shit. That too. More importantly, that as well. So there we go. Thanksgiving's coming up. You guys excited? You guys traveling? You get you going anywhere? You getting some eats? People coming to your house? I'm a little, uh, I'm a little, I, I always get a little nervous about it. You got to bring things. Like if you go to somebody's house, you got to bring a dish to pass. And I would always tell a joke. I'm like, is vodka a dish? <laughs> I'll bring the vodka if that's a dish. But you do what you need to do. There was some bad news yesterday. More awful shit in Wisconsin. Uh, if you guys didn't hear, I'm not really going to get into the nitty gritty details, but apparently there was a Christmas parade happening and uh, someone broke through a, a barrier and he plowed through a shit ton of people. I guess five people died and like 40 people were injured. Very awful. Apparently it was a man who... Uh, there's a long history of criminal record problems, violence. Apparently, he recently ran over someone in a car already. Jesus, a completely separate episode. So now there are always these issues of, like, should this guy even have been out? And I'm like, well, he, he posted bond, apparently. When you post bond, then you have that fucking option to leave. If you don't want someone to fucking get out of jail... Make the bond higher. Fucking revoke the bond. It's as simple as that. And in this day and age, too, I know they want to, like, try and get keep people out. You know, less people in, COVID issues, whatever. What are you doing, Sadie Dog? Sadie Dog is doing a lot of sniffy-sniffy for some reason. What are you doing? What are you smelling? One of the cats puke? Did I not? Did I not hear it? So all very awful stuff. It seems as though all the people died were, were elderly or older. There was some sort of group in the parade called the Dancing Grannies or Grooving with Grannies. Or I, don't, I don't know. Whatever. All very unfortunate. But the, the most unfortunate thing for me was, why the fuck are they having a Christmas parade and we haven't even had Thanksgiving yet? <laughs> fuck it. What? What is going on? Why is this happening? Where was Kyle Rittenhouse to shoot this fucker? Apparently, when Kyle killed some of those people, they were all fucking, apparently they were all uh, deviants. And so people were kind of justifying the fact that they were deviants with it being okay that he killed them. I'm like, I don't, he didn't necessarily know. But why wasn't he there to fucking shoot this motherfucker? Oh, because it was just a parade. It wasn't a fucking riot where he thought he could go and just start fucking with people. I can just start shooting people. Ugh. There's something terribly wrong with Wisconsin, everybody. I blame it on the cheese. They eat a lot of fucking cheese there for some reason. I don't know why. So, uh, yeah, my bills got hammered. 
The Indianapolis Colts beat the fuck out of them. God, I stopped watching. I couldn't handle it. Bad game. They play on Thursday against the Saints. Thanksgiving Day game. Hopefully they can win. They should win. The Saints are fucking atrocious. Ugh, but it's just... It, it, there have been a lot of awful losses. Apparently Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, was at the game. Sitting in a private suite living the life apparently he's worth 3.2 billion dollars I, I i have a very hard time understanding how one human being can be worth 3.2 billion dollars that's a lot of fucking money i was listening to a podcast today where a guy was uh wrongfully convicted for a crime he didn't commit and then the guy who actually did it they caught him he admitted to it so they released the first guy. The first guy sued the state, and he won like two two point five million dollars or something. He was in prison for like a year and a half, and so they were like, "Oh, would you go to prison for a year and a half or two point two million dollars?" And the answer is a yes, yes, I would. I will go to prison. If uh, you want me to be somebody's uh, dick purse, <laughs> fine. <laughs> 2.2 mil or whatever it was. That's a shit ton of money. 2.2 million? It does not compare to 3.5 billion that Jim Mercy was worth. Fuck him. But apparently, for some reason, he liked the Bills fans that were sitting in front of his suite. So this asshole... Uh, apparently he keeps a wad of $100 bills on him and he signed $100 bills and he was passing them out like, like I don't know, like he was a fucking uh, Scrooge at the end of Christmas Carol just doling out money to people. Now, if I was a Bills fan, I would have taken that $100 bill, crumpled it up and threw it at him and said, suck my dick. And then I would have run after it and picked it up and pocketed it. <laughs> it's a hundred dollars. I'm not turning down a hundred dollars. Ugh, that's a lot of jerseys I can buy for a hundred dollars. Uh, but I bring it up because there was something interesting. Uh, Lions fans—they lost again. I think they're 0-9 and one now. Lions—they're—they're—they're they're, they're finding several awful ways to lose i told uh, a sportscaster out of detroit she follows me on twitter for whatever reason and uh she was like talking about the lions i said hey the lions aren't gonna win but they're gonna cover and they did they covered i was like it's a moral victory silver line they, they lost 13 to 10 i think they were seven point underdog i should have bet on that game and i fucking did it but I'm an idiot. But apparently they had a very unusual penalty. Uh, it happened in between quarters. <laughs> uh, between the third and fourth quarter, a uh, offensive lineman uh, got penalized 15 yards for an unsportsmanlike conduct. And you're like, how does this happen between quarters? Well, um, 
Apparently, the offensive lineman, who are they, they're saying was Jonah Jackson. I don't really know who he is. Apparently, he yelled something at defensive end, Browns player defensive end. Uh, God, how the fuck do you say his first name? Javion Clowney? I destroyed his first name. Apparently, he said something about Clowney's mother. <laughs> Your mama's so fat. To see her whole reflection, she needs two mirrors. I don't know. Maybe he was doing some dumb yo mama jokes. But apparently the ref heard it and took offense to it. Apparently the ref didn't find it humorous enough. And threw a flag at him. Even though this is not even during the play of game. Penalty was enforced between downs, which pushed the Lions back into their own territory to start the fourth quarter and eventually led them to punt. Now, like I said, they only lost by three points. So you can't necessarily say this penalty that happened in the beginning of the fourth quarter led them to not scoring a touchdown or whatever, but it's just one of these weird things that always happens to the Lions. I've never heard of a penalty that happened in between quarters. It's fucking awful. The uh, coach of the Lions, Dan Campbell, a lot of people call him Man Campbell. He goes, I don't know what to tell you. It was something that is said. It was something about somebody's mother. And there was a lot of talking going on out there. But So it was a penalty? I'm with him, man. Like, unless you're uh, yelling at the ref or uh, you're taunting a player, like, I, uh, I'm only assuming there's a lot of shit that gets said out there on the field. That's why all these players don't have microphones on them. Because I'm sure it's a lot of uh, homophobic, misogynistic, hell, probably racist things are being said out there. That you don't want your children or grandma to hear. But if somebody's just saying about something about someone's mother, I don't know, it seems like par for the course. It's kind of like Trump talked about locker room talk. I mean, this just kind of sounds like field talk. Jackson did apologize to Clowney, though. He said, first of all, I should never even have put my team in that situation, but it was in the heat of the moment, heat of the game. We actually chopped it up after, apologized. It was both sides, but definitely should never have been in that situation to begin with. And I'll go, hey, man, Jackson, you're saying shit that other people have already said and didn't get a penalty for, but because you play for the Lions, you're going to get a fucking penalty. Just fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. So uh, Black Friday's coming up the end of the week. I have never engaged in Black Friday shit. I didn't I don't get up at four in the morning to go shopping and get a deal on a microwave or a television or any of that shit. I just don't care. I don't I've never cared. I don't, like I will find something at a, the regular hour of the day. But a lot of people want to do it. Get themselves a bargoon. More power to you, everybody. I think this day and age too. A lot of stores, I think, are coming to their senses. They're like, fuck this shit. 
We're not going to open early. We're not going to open on Thanksgiving. So many people can just order shit online now, too, if through Amazon or you Walmart.com or whatever the fuck. And I'm all for it, man. Do the online shit. You don't have to go fucking... Remember when people would trample on each other running into stores to get bargains? So dumb. But I don't understand this. They were doing a survey through creditcards.com. And they're asking people about their holiday shopping, their spending habits, and what they were planning on doing. And apparently, four out of 10, 40% said they're willing to go into debt for holiday shopping. Nearly half say they do it to make themselves or others happy. I just don't understand that. I don't get going into debt. You're, buy, you're buying things at a good portion of time. Six months after you bought it, people don't use it or wear it or whatever. So it's just dumb. Ted Rossman, a senior industry analyst at creditcards.com, studied the results and he said, now I actually fear that the real number may be much higher than that. One way to look at it is that according to the American Bankers Association, 54% of active credit card accounts already carry debt from month to month. And that's actually an improvement. God bless America. I, uh, I've always been very grateful that I don't have any credit card debt. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying I don't have, I pay off my credit cards. I try to get like whatever, uh, whatever like little thing you get. Like I have an Amazon card, so I get all like these Amazon points. So I'm like, ah, I'm grateful for that. But I'm not gonna fucking carry a balance for these fucking dumb Amazon points. I pay it off. So just pay off that shit. Don't, don't get yourself into debt, everybody. Please don't do it. Spend your money wisely. Fucking pare things down. Like, I know a lot of people have been struggling. So be wise. Don't see this as an opportunity to kind of uh, blow your budget. Stay within your budget, motherfucker. So instead of blowing it on things at Amazon or Walmart, take $5 and subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> You won't blow your budget that way. $5? $5 won't blow your budget. What's the Patreon, Stu? Well, the Patreon is the podcast that I do every other day. Mondays and Thursdays are the free ones. And pretty much every other day of the week, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, those days are on the Patreon. What do you do over there? Pretty much the same shit I'm doing right now. So it's the same shit, just more of it. Constant swearing, occasionally funny. So uh, think about that. That can be a nice gift for yourself. Or you can get it for somebody that you hate. Whatever you want to do. Some people who are not going to get into debt, but maybe are going to go to jail. Are, uh, there are 14 people who are in a uh, went into a Louis Vuitton store in Chicago. And they just did a fucking massive crime spree. They all went in. They were wearing masks and sweatshirts. And they just grabbed bags. And they just grabbed whatever they could. And apparently they stole $120,000 from the Louis Vuitton store. And this happened 
last Wednesday at 3.30 in the afternoon. It was kind of like a, a dine and dash sort of thing of just like you bum rush the store and you just take whatever you can to get the cars outside and you just fucking go. They did the same thing in a Marcus Neiman this past weekend in California. So this seems to be, I mean, it's clearly an organized thing. You got so many people involved. Like, I don't know. Do they just fucking have like Facebook groups? Are there chat rooms? Do they still have chat rooms? Are there chat rooms somewhere? We're like, hey, everybody, you know, instead of doing the fucking, uh, what are those things? Lip, not, not necessarily a lip dub. What's the other thing where you're, uh, everyone starts doing weird shit at like noon. Hey, we're all going to meet at fucking Big B's Rosa Parks Circle. And at noon, we're all going to start singing or whatever. Flash mob. That's it, right? Instead of a flash mob, it's a flash rob. <laughs> Ugh, just dumb. So what, I mean, these stores, I mean, what are they going to do? Because like I said, it was 3.30 in the afternoon on a Wednesday. So what are they going to do? Is every store going to need a uh, security guard at the door? Well, then when you got 14 people doing it too, like one, one security guard can't stop 14 people. They're all fucking grabbing shit and going. The same night stores, including Louis Vuitton, Burberry, Bloomingdale's, Hermes, and Fendi in San Francisco were hit. That's awful. Video show the San Francisco Louis Vuitton stores with shattered glass and empty shelves, while Walgreens and cannabis dispensaries were also looted. Awful, man. Don't be a fucking dick. Because this shit eventually comes back to the rest of us, everybody. It just comes back to us with higher prices or whatever. You're not good. You're just not good. But this is good. I'm going to end on this story here. This is good. I like this story. Because uh, it's a good thing. It's, show, it's talking about a, a place of business where the owner of the business is like, I like my employees. My employees are working hard and I am going to show them some appreciation. This is a restaurant in uh, Saginaw, Michigan, Sag Nasty. I've never heard of it. It's called Cody's Landing. It looks pretty nice. But uh, the owner, Teresa Miller, is doing something super nice for her employees. 20 of her longest serving staff members. And she like, feels like, I really need to do things for these people. Because, you know, the last two years, apparently they have dubbed the last two years or so the Great Resignation. I've never heard of that. Because, uh, you know, people have just been quitting and doing other things. So what she's doing for like, hey, you guys have stuck around. I appreciate you all. What I want to do is I want to take 20 of you and we're all going to go on a trip to Puerto Rico in January. Holy shit. She said uh, she decided she wanted to give her longest serving staff members a little extra thank you for their dedication and service through the years. She's owned Cody's Landing since 2015 and employs more than 40 people. The 
group of 18 are going on the trip, which included an Airbnb, a rainforest excursion, an escape from the Michigan winter. Yeah, God, were you up in the UP today like I was? Pure shit. Because so much of the staff will be gone, Cody's Landing will be closed January 7th through 14th, opening on the 15th. She's never done anything like this for her staff before, and she says, I try and do regular bonuses, and especially Christmas bonuses and all that good stuff when I can, but nothing like this on the scale. It's well-deserved. They do a good job. They treat this place like it's their own. I have a lot of respect for them and the work they do every day. I just want to show them it doesn't go unnoticed. So I, you know, I can't imagine what that's like. It's great. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily would want to take a vacation with my coworkers, at least my current coworkers. Fuck them. Fuck the young fucks. But let me ask you this. What's been the best thing that you have gotten from uh, from your work? Now, I've always worked for social work type places. And then, or I've always had kind of like low-level peon jobs. So it's always like I would, got a, I would get a frozen turkey, which I hated. Because I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? I always gave the frozen turkey to one of the shelters downtown. I'd get movie passes or little gift cards to a grocery store. I, I appreciated that. But I've never gotten like here, you know, like uh, Clark Griswold getting that fucking huge Christmas bonus or whatever that he was going to use to buy a pool or whatever. Have you guys gotten anything extravagant like that? I mean, not necessarily like a vacation to Puerto Rico. But have you ever gotten, like, I don't know, a $1,000 bonus? Something that you're like, oh, fuck, you didn't, and you didn't know you were going to get it? Not one of those things he expected. Again, like Clark Griswold was expecting this bonus that they got in every year, and it just didn't happen. And you guys work for a, a company like that, a for-profit? I would assume a for-profit would be more likely to dole out shit. But at the same time, like, ah, they're all about keeping money. Maybe they wouldn't be about giving stuff to their employees. Oh, I don't know. Trip to Puerto Rico. How would you like to be some of the staff, though, that didn't get the invite to go to Puerto Rico? I'd be like, fuck this place. Fuck these motherfuckers. I don't know how she fucking determined. Like, what's long-time staff? Restaurant biz, it's probably like... 10 months. You've been here a long time. You've been here 10 months. Great. All right, everybody, that's it. I'm done. I am tired as fuck. It's not even 8 o'clock, and I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. If you guys can do me a solid, though, go like the fan page on Facebook and Twitter. Do that. And then uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon. It's a good time over there. And then do these three things. I mentioned Matt Harper. He does a podcast with Manny Lane called Another Episode Podcast. Make that your fourth favorite podcast. They talk about movies that shape their childhoods. So these are movies that are good like 20 years old or older. And uh, so th these are movies you've seen already probably or at least you've heard of. So go, uh, go give them a listen on your favorite podcast platform and you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Every Wednesday, dropping new episodes. Uh, then go check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. Married couple. They just had an anniversary. Happy anniversary to them. They like eating coleslaw together. Although I don't think they ate any coleslaw on their anniversary. That's some bullshit. But uh, they will do Facebook Lives of themselves eating coleslaw. And they give you the yay or the nay. 
So go like their page, The Sunday Slaw, if you like Slaw, and you should like Slaw. Everybody likes Slaw. So do that. And then last but not least, we got Magic JBN. That's John Badass Midgley. He is a magician. He is a social worker. He is a photographer. Yep. He used to do, uh, what is it, what is it, uh, boudoir photos. You know, he used to, what, what was that, uh, that place at the mall where you could go and you get those sultry housewife photos done. What was that place called? God, I can't remember. He used to work there, though. Helped work his way through college. Yep. But now he's focusing on magic. And uh, he's a big magic nerd. He's got some sort of wizard coin or something. I don't know. Huge nerd. But uh, if you guys care about magic, and you should, go like his page over on Facebook, Magic JBN, and you can see all the magic stuff he's got going on. Because uh, legit, legit, he is a good magician. It's always cool to see him do stuff. So, uh, all right, everybody, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to go to bed. And uh, tomorrow I'll get back up, I'll go to work, and then I'll do another podcast. And maybe I'll sell some more jerseys. So you guys are great. Thank you for listening. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Or I'll see you on Thursday for the freebie. Have a good one. Goodbye.